Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. It is better late than never. I do apologize about getting here a little bit late. I was supposed to do this much earlier in the morning, but I had a breakfast at church. I had a um, uh, UFC fights were like really early uh, because they're over in Long Island. Uh, yeah, so I had a lot of things going on in the morning in particular. I had to wake up to go to the gym, all that good stuff. So um yeah so i'm here now um and i should have you know this should be out by roughly about 7 15 or so um but luckily we are here for the anti-psychiatry uh, saturdays if you guys are new here uh first off welcome this is basically what i do i just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and trying to give some generalized advice and try and learn something new but i'm by no means a professional so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit uh, so yeah, as I said uh, earlier, we are going to the anti-psychiatry subreddit. I know we missed last week, but uh, you know, after the UFC fights and after all that pizza that I ate, I was like, I can't miss another anti-psychiatry Saturday. <laughs> uh, actually, it was kind of um, I kind of had to dig a little bit to try and find some uh, um, some different anti-psychiatry uh, posts, just because uh, a lot of them were were similar. Um, some of them were asking very uh, medication excuse me, medication specific things. And, you know, listen, I don't really know the specifics of a lot of the medication. I'm not a psychiatrist. So, um, you know, that's kind of why I say in the beginning, I'm not a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt. Um, yeah, let's go to the first post over here. Let's not waste any time. Uh, it says medication and psychiatrist. Hi, my therapist just diagnosed me with ADHD. My therapist wants to see a, wants me to see a psychiatrist to get medication help, medication or medical help with this. I was diagnosed with PTSD and I have a hate psychiatrist. It's a trigger of mine from my childhood. I'm terrified of psych medication and mental health professionals. My therapist offered to be at the psychiatrist session uh, telehealth with me in support. But I'm terrified. I feel like I don't deserve help nor worth it uh, as well. What should I expect? The psychiatrist appointment is online. Any advice or expectations? I felt crappy for the last uh, couple of years. Excuse me, without medication, but on the other hand, I don't trust psychiatrists. I don't know what to do. I'm being forced to also see a psychiatrist because of my university. I hate it here. Huh. I wonder... I, hmm, that last part kind of got me. I didn't know that that universities could do that. Um, because, uh, you know, it might be another... Hmm, yeah, I don't really know. I, I've never heard of a university that... Um, that does that. Um, so listen, I would just say this, right? Um, let's look at this as rationally uh, as we can. So um, you have been dealing with this ADHD for the last couple of years. Um, first things first, What the, uh, this is the first question I would ask you, right? What steps have you, as your therapist and have you taken to get to the bottom of this without medication what have you done without it because that, that's something that i always like to think about right because if you think about it right I, I give you a great example right if you give somebody uh, actually i guess this would be like the homelessness argument but if you give somebody a bunch of money right somebody wins the lottery i think they said the statistics are pretty bad for lottery winners in terms of um uh come on 
Let's see if I can pull this up real quick. I remember I heard something. Um, so according to one published research paper, one in three lottery winners will eventually go broke. Yeah, that's what that's what I just said, right? Um, uh, you know, let's see. Uh, analysis from the U.S. shows that lottery winners are much more likely than the general population to declare bankruptcy within five years of winning a prize. So it's very much an easy come, easy go. And that's what I'm kind of getting at with medication, right? If you're doing the medication without doing the steps first, then, you know, what What, what good is the medication? Um, so I was in a very particular situation when I was put on medication. I was hospitalized, um, a danger to myself. And so I was put on these medications to kind of help me. Uh, for the most part, they did. Um, and listen, as I said, with uh, there are a lot of things I disagree with the anti-psychiatry subreddit about. In fact, I, I disagree. You know, there, there are people at my my church who I disagree with, right? They they look at uh, uh, psychiatry or, or the people in psychology a little bit differently uh, than I do, right? Like, I, I do have some general disagreements with people um, in general, but I do honestly think that, uh, you know, the medication did help me a lot, but... At the same time, there were definitely some negative uh, side effects. But uh, one of the things that I that happened was when I was put on this medication, I kind of I, I kind of used the medication a little too much as a crutch, meaning I even though I was given all of these tools, it was up to me. So this is why I blame myself, right? It was up to me to uh, to, to to implement these tools, to practice these tools. I didn't, you know, I really didn't. And I think maybe part of that may have been the fact that the antidepressants were they were working right like i my mood would basically uh was was basically kind of fixed off like unless it was a very extreme situation like a breakup a death in the family it's very hard for me to go become very very upset or anything like that but you know for the most part um you know my, once i got to a certain point in my mood like 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 uh, uh you know depressed or something like that my mood would immediately stabilize and um and, you know, who knows, maybe I needed my mood to go out of control a little bit in order to utilize those tools. I'm not completely sure. You know, it's kind of like sometimes you don't know exactly what you're capable of until you go get put into a corner, so to speak. So I'm not completely sure. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, if you don't feel comfortable, right, just remember, this is always your right. And you want to make sure that you, pra you, you practice these rights. So you say, you know, if you do not want uh, want uh, you know, medication, med uh, sorry, uh, if you don't want medical intervention, then absolutely put up that boundary, right? Listen, you're the one who is paying for this, obviously. If you do not want um, medical intervention, once again, you need to put up that boundary, right? Now, listen, I, I think uh, people shouldn't be ashamed if they have to take medication. I don't, I'm not here to, to, to shame anybody who is. And unfortunately, I feel like that's sometimes what the anti-psychiatry subreddit does, is they look at people who are taking medication. They say, oh, yeah, you're being lied to. You're being this. Um, I think a lot of this does come from good intention, but I think we do have to realize that. Uh, next thing, actually, I would be asking you is why are you against the medical intervention, right? I, listen, there's plenty of reasons to be skeptical about medical intervention. I would just ask you what your reasons are besides just being um, afraid of the, the, the psychiatrist, right? It sounds like you had a very uh, hard uh no, sorry, you had a very uh, traumatic experience with one. I'm not sure what happened, um, but yeah, I would I would try and um, 
rationalize that a bit. In fact, I, if I were your therapist, and listen, I, you know, this is just my own opinion here. Um, I would work with you before you even got to the psychiatrist, meaning I would work with you to work on what you would say, what you would do, that kind of thing, um, and what you want out of it, right? But ultimately, you're the one who has to bring this up to your therapist. You're the one who has to build these boundaries. Uh, even though your therapist is there for you, you still have to remember this is an outside, this is a person outside of yourself, meaning to a certain extent, you do have to have some boundaries around this person, okay? That's just how it is with everybody, right? It, to, to a certain degree, your loved ones, you're going to have to have boundaries with. Um, the only person, um, you know, who kind of can invade any of your boundaries at any time is pretty much you, right? Like if you want to invade your boundaries, then you kind of do it to yourself, right? Um, but you should have some form of boundaries with everybody. And, you know, I guess you should have boundaries with yourself as well. I guess that's what, uh, what, what discipline and, and, and self, uh, uh, you know, self roles, um, typically lead to. So, uh, but yeah, so figure out, um, figure out, uh, you know, why you're feeling this way. Um, see if your therapist can, can get you through that. Um, it sounds like you're already heading to this, this psych, uh, eval anyway. Um, but yeah, if, if you get there and you say, Hey, listen, I don't want med medication. Um, or, uh, you know, you can always listen to them and say, Hey, listen, I wanted some time to think about this. Um, I want to try and, uh, figure this out, but listen, at the same time, if you've been dealing this with, with this for a couple of years, you know, that this is all ultimately a big decision that you have to make and, Either way, I will hope for your for for everything uh, to work out well for you. But ultimately, you have to ask yourself what you want in these situations. I think that's sometimes what people don't think about with healthcare. They think about, oh well, what does the medical professional want from me, and what do they want? Ultimately, it's down to you, right? Do you want to get better? Listen, with with any psychiatric drug, there is going to be a risk, and so you have to ask yourself. And this is basically with any decision in your life, is the risk worth the reward? So that's that, that would be my main thing. Just boil it down to that. Is the risk worth the reward? And then go from there. Anyway, let's go to the next post. Uh, what am I supposed to do when I have psychosis because everywhere on Reddit craps on me when I say I don't want uh, say I want to talk? When I go to other mental illness subs, they tell me that I, jeez, oh, uh, they tell me they hope I die horribly when I say I can't take meds and I'm scared to. But I have severe psychosis at the time. What the F? Um, listen, it's going to be a lot of people who are... Um, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to say things to you. There's going to be a lot of people... And this is always the problem with uh, putting a lot of your life out there. Um, spending a lot of time in forums. Um, and, this is, and, you know, it comes from the anonymity of the internet, right? When people are anonymous... They feel like they can just say whatever they want to you. I, listen, as a YouTuber, as a podcaster, uh, mostly as a YouTuber, I, I've dealt with this before, right? Um, just to kind of bring this back, there was a, an episode or a video that I did about Bobby Lee uh, when he he mentioned that he relapsed. Um, and Bobby Lee, comedian, podcast host of the Tiger Belly podcast. Um, and a lot of people were, you know, very supportive, but some people were like, oh my God, you, you know, this, this, this. And they didn't watch the whole video. So then I would tell them something. They're like, oh, I'm... I didn't actually expect you to, to, to message back, right? Um, and this is what you have to do, right? You have to, and you don't have, I'm not saying you have to message everybody back and you need to comment and everything. In fact, I try I try to keep my commenting back on it at, to a minimum um, or else you really start to go down this rabbit hole of basically getting in an argument with somebody that 
you don't know. Like, you don't know what their their life is like. You don't know what their, uh, you know, what you don't even know who you're arguing to. So it's almost like you're arguing with a straw man of somebody who you've never met before. So you want to be really careful with uh, with dealing with that. Now, um, I'm wondering what other subs you're dealing with. Um, when I say I can't take meds, I'm scared to. Um, so, and this is the other problem with the pro psychiatry, right? We have the anti-psychiatry movement and there's a the pro psychiatry movement and, oh man, I don't, I don't want to get into too much of a debate, but this is kind of what happened when we got into the, um, uh, the, uh, the, um, what, what, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, vaccine, right? It was pro-vax or your anti-vax, right? Um, this happened a lot during the pandemic, where it was like if somebody even voiced any opinion for, then oh, well you you just want you just want to put something in me that I don't want and all this other stuff. And then it was the other side, right, where I'd be like, well, you know, I don't know if I want, uh, you know, I've, I've had COVID a couple times and I feel like I have immunity. Well, you're you one of these anti-vaxxers, you know? So people get very into their tribes, right? You're 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 not if oh you're not with me, then you're against me. And I think there's something very dangerous about that tribalism aspect you have to be very careful about just going to one extreme to another um so yeah just be be real careful with um with dealing with people online especially if you're mentally ill this is gonna sound really messed up but um mental illness seems to run rampant online and i don't know if that's uh you know just because of the amount of stuff that we're we're we're, we're watching um the amount that maybe the people the influencers um you know, I, I can't really tell you. I really don't know. But, you know, be careful about your exposure to the Internet. Listen, I know during the pandemic it was very, very difficult. Um, and I, I feel for you all. But at the same time, you have to kind of be careful of what you're what you're watching. If you're all you're watching is I'll give you an example. Right. If all you're watching is like uh, news. Right. Then you're going to only talk about news. If you're going to talk, if you're only watching because that's the only thing that you, the reference point that you have, right? Um, and I think it's very, very important to, to to establish, right? That's why I like to have a couple different podcasts to keep my focus in different places. Otherwise, I become like this person who's just very narrow-minded and doesn't really think about too much else other than, you know, anime or, you know, whatever that is. Well, by the way, I love talking about anime, and that's cool. But I also like talking about mental health. I also like talking about, um, you know, religion and other things like that. So... Um, so yeah, either way, um, I hope that you do get your psychosis, uh, taken care of and I'm going to, I would severely limit your, um, your online time in terms of dealing with people. I'm not saying you have to like stop watching Netflix or uh, I don't know, whatever you do online, but be very careful about joining these communities, man. These communities are very toxic. You know, when you join a community in like person to person, there's something way, way different about it than you, um, there's just something way different about it than just let's say you um uh you you dealing with with a username from another thing right when you get to see somebody in person you know it's just something different about it man there's just something way different about it and yeah man it, it, you know so try try and get involved in your own community where you're from wherever you're from so um let's see next question here are psychologists more trustworthy than psychiatrists as as their treatment is way less invasive would like to know what you think. So, real quick, if you guys are, uh, if you guys don't know what a psychologist is, as opposed to a psychiatrist, psychologists um, study psychology. So, 
they're uh they 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 would be um i guess the best way to describe them they there would be much more into like the therapy aspect of it um whereas psychiatrists specialize in um more extreme uh forms of mental illness mental illness which would typically require uh medication okay so you can be you can have a psychologist as a therapist or you can have an LCSW licensed social worker um uh, i'm trying to remember i think there's another one there but i'm uh, can't really think of it right now but either way um so psychologists would be much more into the cbt the the the, the actual the therapy aspect of it um i i listen i think psychiatrists are trustworthy listen i i think it would depend a as long as your psychiatrist is not being funded by big pharma as long as they're not letting this get to them because listen there are a lot of doctors who you know are uh, and, and i you know, that big pharma try and influence a lot. And some say no, some say yes, right? Just like any other um, enterprise, right? There's going to be some corruption in there and you have to make sure, and, and this is the problem, right? Because we're dealing with something, you're in a business where we're, you're dealing with men, people who are mentally ill, they don't exactly always have the same, the, the, the right faculties to speak up for themselves to understand that they're being manipulated to understand certain things so i think this is the biggest problem that people have is that they're in this vulnerable state and then somebody gives them something that may ruin their life or maybe may um not be needed certain things like that like like certain medications that kind of stuff so um so yeah i definitely feel for that but i don't think that all psychiatrists are untrustworthy um then again that's not really a question it's are psychologists more trustworthy than psychologists psychiatrists listen i've heard of some people having some terrible um instances with psychologists but um i guess if you're asking me which one i would have more faith in i suppose uh i'd have more faith in a psychologist i suppose because they'd be willing to talk to me a little bit more but if that time you know if it did come to the point where i needed some type of medical intervention then a psychiatrist would be needed, right? So it really depends on what uh, instance I suppose we're talking about. So, you know, kind of a interesting question. I wanted to kind of put it out there to you guys if you guys, you know, want to think about that too. Um, why do psychiatrists keep using the chemical imbalance explanation? These people don't even use biological testing to determine the balance of your chemicals, yet society does not question them when they say this. Um, you know, I, I think that is an interesting, and I think for me, it was more, I, I think we actually mentioned a question like this a couple of weeks ago. So maybe I'm backtracking on this or I'm uh, repeating this, but, um, I think, I think more of a chemical imbalance, it was more used for the people who had mental illness. Um, and I think for some people, it was more of a way to destigmatize mental illness. So it was like, oh, it's, don't worry, it's not your fault. Um, you just have a chemical imbalance. And uh, listen, as we start to learn more and more about, um, you know, nature versus nurture, that kind of thing, you, you can, you know, things can happen to you and you can feed into a mental illness, right? And not, listen, I'm not saying that your mental illness is your fault or anything like that. You really have to look at your own life and your own uh, subjective journey to figure out what, if that's true, right? Um, but there are some people who are born a little bit different, right? Um, I guess I'll leave you guys off with this. Team Tebow had a, uh, he has a, uh, if you guys don't remember him, he was a football player, uh, quarterback, I think for the, the Colorado. No, wait, what? I don't, I don't, the Broncos, Denver Broncos, right? I think something like that. Um, 
Um, I could be completely wrong. Maybe it was the Philadelphia Eagles, but um, either way, he was the one that knelt on the, who would kneel on the uh, football field to, to pray. Um, but, you know, he has this uh, thing that, you know, he talks on uh, Caleb, this Christian station. And one of the things that he mentioned is he always felt like, because he was dyslexic, he always felt that, uh, that uh, he, you know, was, was different and all this stuff. And then he went to the Philippines and met this, uh, this guy who had, he had his feet on backwards. And so then he was like, well, why, you know, maybe we should start thinking about our, our, our um, you know, our, the, the things that, that uh, were, were given in life as simply as differences instead of looking at it. Uh, Cause you know, they looked at that young, young kid uh, who had the feet backwards as cursed, right? They looked at it as a curse, a plague, so to speak, uh, instead of thinking of it simply as a difference. Right. And I think that's something that could be really, really useful in because, you know, listen, I think that there was some stigma in um, in, in the mental health field. And I, listen, I don't really feel it as much anymore. I, maybe some of you do. I'm not completely sure. Um, then again, I'm always I've always been really open with it, dude. Like, I really haven't felt, um, you know, I, first off, I don't really have any shame about it anymore. So, you know, if it, it doesn't really I guess even if somebody tried to shame me, I wouldn't really feel it as much because I've already dealt with those demons, so to speak. So, um, and listen, I've told my story so many different times that for me, I don't really see it. So maybe you guys have a different experience, um, you know, since you're not in front of a mic or uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, go and let me know. But, um, but yeah, and the, when we talk about a chemical imbalance, I, I think there is maybe some truth to it, right? I think, uh, but is that the sole reason, you know, maybe we should be talking about the root. Like, why is why is there a chemical imbalance? Oh, well, maybe, you know, and that's, I think, important. And, you know, I learned a lot from that hospital stay. Right. When I when uh, if anybody is really new here, I was uh, hospitalized in 2011 for mental health issues. And, you know, I got to the bottom of it. Right. I got to the bottom of the fact that I didn't I, my dad meant more to me than I thought he did. And, uh, you know, had a bigger impact on me. And I didn't want to believe that because he, 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 he'd walked out on me. Right. Um, he was in and out of my life, but you know, essentially walked out on me. Right. And, and for me, that was hard for me to process. So I always thought, Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't need him. I don't need him. I did, you know, I did need him. And I never, I never, I just never said that out loud. And it was, it was hard for me to admit that out loud. Um, but once I said, Oh, I did need him. Then I could say, okay, so what do I do now? I surround myself with other fa- with, with father figures. I learn what it means to be a man. I learn, you know, certain things like that, right? Uh, if you don't accept the problem for what it is, you can't really change it and make a, a make a, a change, you know. So ultimately, um, when we talk about chemical imbalance, we might want to be more specific about it, right? So either way, uh, what do you guys think? You guys can always email me at mentalhealthcasual@gmail.com. Don't forget, you can also check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.